0: Hey hey everybody. We are live. How y'all
1: doing? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's hey, up, even. you
0: doing? good evening. How I'm excited. I'm excited tonight. We got some guests. So Woo! We got our first guest. Y'all are our first guest on this show. Right? Really? Yeah. Y'all are our first guests on the show. Look at nice y'all. Nice, nice. Look at y'all. Get to be the first guest on the show. I'm excited to have y'all because y'all I know y'all are gonna bring some really good information for us this evening. So, um, try before to. we get started, ain't no try. You know y'all gonna bring some good information per usual. Y'all always got good information when I'm talking to y'all about other stuff. So I don't think this will be any different. Um, how's everybody's day been today?
2: Been, Pretty been, good. Good. been good. I mean, I've been, focus- yeah. I've been focused on the election today. That's what I mean. Yeah.
0: A lot of people have. I'm all
3: about the election, too. I'm watching it now.
0: You you watching it now? You keeping up with everything?
3: Yes, and I will give y'all updates as they need to be given if something drastically happens or something mm-hmm. drastic I happens. It, I
2: appreciate it because one of my phones is down, so I got issues. <laughs> oh, that works don't worry
3: about
0: it. I it that works perfectly what was that oh.
2: shout out to everybody that went out and voted today we appreciate y'all everybody that didn't get out and vote today fuck you
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it is only 8.03 sir don't some people just don't believe in the power me. of voting, so we can't
2: forget, say
1: that
3: we have say, to respect their decision not
0: to vote. I was just gonna say, like everybody, it's not um people have their difference of opinion about voting, so you just have to let that be. Um, well,
2: that's, my, that's my opinion on them not voting.
0: Well, all right. Um, <laughs> anywho. Thank y'all for joining. Thank y'all for hopping on here and chopping it it up with us tonight on Health is Wealth. We got two special guests in the building, and these are our first guests on the show. We haven't had any guests on the show uh, in the last couple of weeks. So thank y'all for Mm -hmm. hopping on here and um, being a part of the show tonight. We got Mr. Damone who is an insurance broker and retirement specialist. I got that right,
1: right?
4: Yes, ma'am. All yes, right.
0: Ma'am. Hey, look at that. And then we have Miss Tiffany Splunge, who is a certified registered nurse and clinical educator. Yes, ma'am. Uh, A.K.A. Uh, my beautiful cousin.
1: <laughs>
0: so we are going to hop in. We're going to make sure we got everybody on here Somebody said, where's Troce? Troce is working late tonight. He had to work over, but he will be joining us in the there second hour of the show.
2: Well, so, Lewis Don't lie. We cannot lie to our people. Troce yeah. took the yeah. detox medicine, and he stuck on the toilet. He'll be.
1: Boy. <laughs>
2: I'm going to keep it real with you.
0: No, okay. no attention
2: to the mouth. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we are not gonna pay no attention to the mouth we are gonna hop into our uh, topic of the evening where we are talking about health is wealth um, for those of you who do not know there are a lot of things happening in the world right now then especially on today like today is uh, a big day for a lot of things that are going on presidential election local elections and things like that so a lot of our people are pretty much on edge and Um, But also, even going into the fall months, we do have to be mindful of other things that are going on around us, like our health. We are still um, dealing with those uh, COVID numbers uh, that are increasing again, which is why certain places across the country have shut back down. So uh, we needed to let y'all know that it is important. It is very, very important for everybody to make sure that they are attending to their health in a lot of different ways, so we got Miss Tiffany that are gonna that is going to help us um, figure out how we can better take care of ourselves, um, try to be COVID-free, and um, get our bodies and immune systems in a better place, because um, some of us still don't take care of ourselves as much as we could with COVID being um, prevalent and running rampant. <laughs> um, and then we got Mr. Damone, who is going to give us some tips and information on insurance so that we are not the ones out here um, setting up GoFundMe's and things like that. Because if you are prepared and ready ahead of time, you don't have to worry about getting ready when it's too late or um, close to the point where you cannot prepare. And we all want to leave our family something. We all want to leave our families a legacy and leaving something behind for them. So here we are, we got some good information coming So get your notebooks and pens and papers ready um, Because I'm pretty sure There are some people on here that will have Additional questions for you, Mo As far as uh, types of insurance And things like that, so we're going to ask a few Questions, but I know uh, We'll have other People that probably have questions in the Comment section for you as mm-hmm. well So We got our boy the mouth here tonight We got Miss Cat. We got David Ruffin A.K.A. Joy Antoinette came. is three names on here with us this evening. And me, your girl, Leo Rochelle. So thank you all for joining us. Thank you all for hopping on. If you have not followed the Fat Girl Chronicles page, make sure you go on and do so on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, and pretty much every social media platform there is. You can find us. And if you cannot find us, feel free to Google us or reach out to us on Facebook. Facebook. You can find me under Leo Rochelle or Tiffany Rochelle on Facebook. And then I'll lead you to where you need to be to get to the promised land. All right. So make sure you check us out. And uh, we are going ahead and hop on in here. We're gonna talk about a little bit with the uh
5: COVID. Yeah.
2: Cousin. Well, thank, you, thank you guys for joining us tonight, man, because this is a this is an anti-GoFundMe show tonight. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna stop the GoFundMe funeral.
0: It ain't anti, it's not anti gofundme because you know, uh, GoFundMe me is good for other things, but we definitely want to make sure that yeah, we As, as
2: concerned.
0: Yeah, we definitely don't want what that is that to title be our main, stop it. We don't want that to be our main source of uh being able to tend to our family's needs and things like that.
2: Definitely, definitely. Um, mm-hmm
0: so we just <laughs> we just have to make sure that we are prepared well prepared um ahead of time even if we don't have uh insurance right now it's never too late until it's too late so <laughs> um mm-hmm. cousin miss tiffany yes so we see that chicago is pretty much going back down on lockdown am i correct Yes. And the COVID numbers have increased. Can you give us a little information on how people can um, protect themselves and what type of things they can do in order to make sure that they are in a good space health-wise as far as, you know, being protected from COVID?
5: Well, ever since COVID has started, they've been um, pushing the issue as far as social distancing, wearing your mask. Um, hand washing and so forth but you still have some people who just refuse to believe that COVID is real and I work at a hospital a level trauma one hospital so I always say for those people they should put those people into the hospital and let them care for the COVID patients
1: Mm. and then
5: they'll have a different intake on the importance of wearing your mask practicing social distancing and hand washing And it's sad to say COVID is going to be around for a while. Mm. It's going to be around Mm. for a while. It's not going anywhere anytime soon. So you would think that how long we've been dealing with since March, pretty much.
3: That you know, it will be March.
5: Yeah, it will be routine for everyone. And which for me it has, because I, you know, I'm a healthcare provider. But however, a lot of people still refuse to. So it keeps getting spreaded. And the only sad thing about COVID is that it's not something that you get exposed to it and then you have symptoms like that day or even the next day. Mm-hmm. You can develop symptoms within like two to 14 days after being exposed to it. Oh, wow. Yeah. So just think about it. You, you, you've been around somebody who's exposed. Okay. Now, you can, have, you can have symptoms or you cannot have symptoms and still spread the virus. So it's hard to backtrack who you've been around, you know, grocery stores, at work, you know, any type of human contact, because it takes too long for you to develop symptoms. So when they try to do like a portion,
3: Sure. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. I thought you were at a stopping point. So you talk about the mask and I, I will admit I am one of those people that those masks get on my nerves. I feel like I can't breathe in them. I feel like I'm suffocating. Is there one mask that you recommend that's better than the other ones? Because, you know, people have the little white and blue disposable ones and then there are the cloth ones. And then now there's the one with these big hole vents on it, which in my mind, I'm thinking they got vents and holes like what's the point of that? Because stuff is still getting in. But like I have not found nothing that I like. And I'd be in the store like this with my mask holding it away from my face. I I, I don't I don't like it. So is there a difference between the different types of masks, and is one better than the other one? Well, yes, it depends on the mask. You have a lot of people who are making them now. Some come
5: in cheap material. Some come in good quality material. The good quality material, you, obviously, you're going to pay more for. So I had a mask like this one. OK, so I bought this one from uh, a girl off of um, Facebook. And I like this one because it's it's uh, triple layered and for masks in, in order for proper um prevent you from getting exposed. It should be triple layered. But this one also, you can put a filter inside. That'll also help protect you as well. So anything that's triple layer or more, it gives you the better protection. And the proper way, of course, is wearing it over your nose. You have too many people that, (laughs) that I've seen that wear it over their mouth. I'm like, okay, but you're still breathing in the particles. So what is that actually doing? And even if you have it, you're still spreading it, too. So, yeah, they're not fun to have. They're not fun to wear. But you just have to wear when you're out in public or if you're around people. And even now, the COVID rates are uh, increasing. And it's not because, like, grocery stores and they're trying to say that people are catching it from dining out in restaurants, but actually small gatherings. You have Mm. families that's catching it now. And even back when it first started, they were saying about children. Children can get it. Yes, children can get it. The symptoms may not be as bad as an adult. That's um, how it will have an effect on an adult. But, yeah, sim- uh, children can get it as well.
0: So that's kind of similar to a cold. Like mm-hmm. um, when an adult catches a cold from a kid, like the adult is like down, down. Um, Because I used to work in childcare, and when I would catch a cold from those kids, it would be like, "Lord Jesus, help me! I'm Uh on my like, I think he coming on the chariot this evening, like, (laughs) because the kid kids germs is like totally different, and so it's it's like mutated germs. They got the strongest little germs on the front (laughs) and I mean, they would take they would take me down after I caught a cold from the kids. So it's pretty much kind of the same way. The kids will have it, but it won't be as bad oh, as an adult. Right.
5: Okay. Yeah. But the mortality rate is higher in adults. Yeah. Okay. And um, even when it first started, they said that it was higher with people who had like pre- pre-existing conditions. Now, a normal, healthy person can can pass away from it.
1: hmm mm. so, so, you really have a... Don't know. What about
3: people of color, Tiffany? Okay. You know... They are doing research because that was a myth in the yeah. beginning that people of color was not as uh, likely to get COVID. But I know quite a, I can probably count at least ten people of color that have passed away allegedly from COVID. Mm-hmm. So is that myth? Does that myth uh, need to be debunked, I or is gotta, that, gotta is gotta that,
2: that a myth? I heard I heard we was more susceptible. It was
3: initially to- out there when it first started that people of color wouldn't be affected as much.
2: I th- I thought they said we were more susceptible because of the preconditions. Right. The diabetes and heart pressure. I mean, blood pressure and all that stuff we got going on in our community. I heard that it was more prevalent for us to catch it than the white men. Mm-hmm.
5: But Miss Cat is right. In the beginning, it was. They were saying that, you know, we were almost like immune to it. We couldn't catch it. But now we're... We're we're more likely to catch it because of our pre-existing conditions, like diabetes, uh, hypertension, obesity. Because we lead the charts as African Americans.
2: So, so that adds so that adds, so that adds to the statement of people talking about what they call it systemic racism. Because they try to let they try to play us like, oh, y'all can't get it. Mm-hmm. So, we, so we walk around with our mask on there, we don't want to get dying from it.
5: Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people who've passed away from it. Too
2: many, too yeah. many. I lost and my mother, my mother. June from it. Oh, one my mother, I mean, One of my mother's very oh, best friends
0: died yesterday from it.
2: And my brother, oh, and my man. brother just called me, and oh. one of his cousins, my best friend, called my brother, but his cousin passed the day from it. So it's, mm. it's real. People, I think people that walk around and and, and be forgetful and, and a little mm. loose with it they haven't been affected immediately hadn't been immediate family or anybody very close to them so they still feel like oh it's just a thing going on you know we're going to be all right no it's it's very it's, mm-hmm. yeah.
5: it's very real very real and i'm speaking as a person who cares for these patients it's very real
0: mm-hmm. and i i can believe that um and i think some people like passed away before we actually knew what it was. Like, um, my aunt passed away, like, earlier this year, like, March, um, end of February, beginning of March. But, you know, they said it was because of a heart attack or whatever, but um, she had all the symptoms that they came out with after the fact. Like, after she passed, they to talk about all the symptoms and she had pneumonia and a bunch of other things that happened. And so it was like, did she have COVID or we weren't we weren't really sure? Like mm-hmm. that was before they had started giving it a name and started actually diagnosing it and saying what it was and things like that. And so um, the the place that she lived in, there were other people who actually ended up passing away after the fact so it was like is this did she really pass away from COVID or did she pass away from mm-hmm. you know heart complications which we knew she had other things going on but it was like was it what they said it was or was it something else and so uh, I'm definitely a person that's like uh, I'm staying my ass at home <laughs> as much as possible like I'm gonna go to the grocery store I'm gonna come home I have been to a gathering or two but I'm like mm, yeah, I'm gonna make sure I go right on back home, and you know, and I'm 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 quick to come out of clothes that I've been outside in.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. I'm not mm-hmm. in my mm-hmm. house mm-hmm. outside mm-hmm.
0: clothes, uh. You know, and I like I know several people that had it when it first happened, and and honestly, I think I had it when you know stuff was going on because I got sick and out of nowhere, like at the very beginning of March, around that I remember, time frame. I remember
2: you telling me about that. Coming from the strip club at the time, but you didn't know, feel good. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, I cannot. You were not
3: supposed
2: to tell
0: nobody. That was that was our secret. Know, but but we
2: got a lot of great comments, and I want I want to talk about. Yep. One thing he said. Um, he said so. So he wanted. It was a question for you, Tiffany. So so is it airborne or is it just touch or both? It's both. Both.
5: Okay. It's both.
2: And I, and I, I think a lot of people know that, but I think a lot of people may not know that. So I thought that was a good question. Yeah.
3: No, it's both. If I would give my opinion, and I then he also followed are. up and said, "Do you believe Chicago is ready for a worst case scenario?" No,
5: absolutely not.
3: Mm. I don't think
5: we have I don't think any, anywhere uh, is. No, we don't have the healthcare manpower to handle it. Like where I work at, most of our ICUs are already already filled. Wow.
4: Wow. I have a I have a cousin
5: too. So no, we are not ready. I have a
0: cousin who's a nurse um in Mississippi, and when it first started, it was so bad at the hospital she was at, they were getting long supplies because it was just backed up with people. Um and she i asked her about it because she at one point she was so overwhelmed because the unit
5: she actually works in is she works with the babies and she took a mm-hmm. picture and what she had to wear to wear what she was just normally she would have
0: on her scrubs gloves you know the usual <laughs> now she's like in this suit of armor almost and mm-hmm.
3: she she had to tell
0: one of the doctors because she had to get used to it. She said, I have to step out because I'm going to pass out. Because it was hot. It was a bunch of them. They under the lights or whatever. And she said, it's just, it's not the conditions that the people that have been doing this for a while It's not the same. It's, it's forever changed at this point. I had to go to the emergency room a couple weeks back. And I've seen nurses get off work. They look tired, but they now look exhausted. Mm-hmm. Because conditions from going simply just like delivering a baby, simple tasks, you wear your scrubs, whatever, to now this plastic head thing, situation and dealing That's with cool. other people that will not stay home. That was when my cousin said, she was like, they're coming in here for tummy aches, stay home, take Pepto-Bismol. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's nothing we really can do and I noticed a different shift even with me at the R, the stuff they would take away and do wherever they were doing in front of me. And I'm like, is this this is our normal our protocol now? Cause we have to move fast. Cause it's and you can't sit, you gotta sit out space. It's just not at the hospitals. I people that are in the medical field, I pray for you all daily because you all are superheroes at this point.
3: You basically are. Yeah, I agree with that. So thank you, Tiffany, for everything that you do and and everybody else that's like literally in healthcare in the front lines. I have one more question and I'm done. So my question is regarding COVID because things like this are very mysterious to me. And you know how the other pandemics that we had in history, like the bubonic plague and um, the Asian flu or influenza or some of these major things that it's like, um, things that took out people, what was one of the fevers, Mm -hmm. Um, But it was like, you get like day one, two, three, you get these symptoms and four through seven is these and then eight through 10 is these and then whatever, you probably die by day 12. But I feel like with COVID, it's like, what the hell? You know, it's like, there's no set thing that is the same in any exact person. Because like you said, people are asymptomatic, they have all the symptoms they can transfer it, but they never get sick. Then there's some people that, um, I know one person that got sick or diagnosed positive on a Thursday died on a Sunday. There are some people that get diagnosed. They stay in the hospital on life support for three months and then they miraculously or you know, get better. So it's like, is it because is it different strands, strains that are coming out or is it just so like nobody really truly knows exactly what it is, even though they are saying they know what it is. Cause it's not like any other major global pandemic that we've ever had before. It's not. And see,
5: the thing is, is that everything keeps changing every day. So the CDC keeps doing research and they keep coming up with new findings. So that's why the symptoms aren't the same. And everyone even like caring for them, they, they first talked about um, giving Plaquenil, and Zitromax and vitamin D and zinc and so forth. But now even all that is changing. Mm. Now I don't personally work in the intensive care unit, but talking to some of the ICU nurses, they always say that once the patient goes on the ventilator, that the chances of survival is really slim. And one wow. of my best friend actually had COVID, her and her whole family, her kids too. So I kept pushing her so she had it the worst out of out of everyone, and COVID resembles it, it. It um it resembles um the flu. It resembles like a normal cold. So basically, you know, I, I've never had COVID, and I pray that I don't get it. But I I have like a um a map set out on how to try to beat it in case I do, because yeah. I've been dealing with it for so long. So the only thing I can advise is that you know, if you do get it. You know, you have to have moch not Motrin, Tylenol on hand. Take your vitamin D to keep your vitamin D levels up. Take your vitamin C and take your zinc. I've also added sea moss to my daily regimen.
2: Yeah, it's about that immune system.
1: Mm-hmm. So, you have I to. Stay
2: little, I think Cal was a little concerned about her throat.
1: <laughs> <I thought.
2: laughs> her throat. Her <yeah. laughs> <I> throat. <laughs>
3: So uh, Ms. I'm sorry, thank you. It was a reaction to the smoke, but I am keeping an eye. I am actually keeping an eye on my cough and, and my breathing. But uh, I do think it was just a reaction to the smoke. Thank you. Mm.
0: <laughs> so Miss Sanchez had a, a question. She said, what are your thoughts if someone gets COVID at work? Should the place shut down or do a deep cleaning or just clean and carry on with opening a business as usual?
5: You know, it just depends on where you work. If it's a restaurant, then obviously I would advise, I would hope that it will shut down and do a deep sanitation, you know, and then test out employees. But if it's a place that can't shut down, like where I work at a hospital, the, the person who's a, who has been affected is quarantined at home. And then everybody else just monitor for symptoms while they still come to work. So it just really depends on where you work at, where you work. I've known people who worked at factories and a, 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 a customer, not customer, an employee was tested positive and they shut down the whole plant and did like a deep clean and everybody had to get tested before they come back. But the only thing is that see, the sad thing is that COVID, your symptoms don't come right away. So even if you are exposed, let's just say you get you get tested within like three days from the day of you being exposed and it's negative. Okay, now what if you start, what if you still don't have symptoms, but here it is 10 days later, you, you you positive. Now you've been around everybody, you've spreaded all these antibodies to people, all these germs and stuff. Now you've affected so many people. So that's the only thing, that's the only thing that I don't like, that the symptoms do not come right away. Huh. People who okay. are asymptomatic spreads it.
2: I had a question about that. Like, I hear people saying that they're asymptomatic symptomatic or whatever. So is this, is this more like the people that are with no preconceived, like you don't have a cold in them before you get it, or you just, like, your your body's more, your immune system is more stronger, so you're not really battling it. Like, some people that are in the hospital, is that what asymptomatic is? Like, you can go yes. home and practice yourself? Like mm-hmm. you're. Your, your immune system can withstand it if you just stay away from people?
5: Your immune system is strong enough that you're not showing symptoms. No However, you are carrying a virus. Okay. And you can spread it to other people. I've known people who've had it in September and are still positive to this day. Wow.
1: Um,
5: Marcel, oh, wow.
0: Um, he said, what exactly, if you can briefly tell us, that COVID is doing to the body? Why does it make a pre-existing condition
5: deadly. Okay, so what COVID does is that when people pass away, people don't pass away from COVID itself. They pass away from the complications. And the most common complication that it develops to is pneumonia. Yeah. And everybody knows pneumonia affects the lungs. Mm-hmm. So that's why people get to put get put on rest uh ventilators because they can't breathe. They can't breathe on their own. They can't meet the oxygen demands in their body. And as far as pre-existing conditions, so pre-existing conditions, it, it lowers your immune system. People with hypertension, um, obesity, diabetes, all those things, it lowers your immune system. So that's what makes you susceptible for catching it.
3: And that's the best even, explanation even if you don't have pre-existing I have heard existing conditions, you can still catch it.
5: So, I mean, they really don't tell you all this, you know, it's like you have to deal with it enough to kind of like rule out, you know, Mm. basically you figuring it out on your own Mm. by being exposed to it.
0: And I think that's the hard part for everybody is because people are trying to like do what they can to build up their immune system, to build up their, you know, and then still try to stay away from people, but also, Like the way the world has opened up, people are like, man, but I want to get out this house. I've been in this Mm -hmm. house since March. I want to go somewhere. I want to do something. Or if I'm not out publicly, I at least want to be around some other people. But being around other people is when you could probably catch it the most. And so it's that catch 22, you damned if you do, you damned if you don't. So Mm -hmm. I think that's what's making it harder for people because a lot of people want to be able to get out and do stuff. Because some people literally have been in the house since since March uh-huh. and they're trying to figure out, OK, if I go here and I go there and I do this and I do that, you know, I have uh, I'm one of the people that if I don't have to go nowhere, I'm, I'm pretty much not. I've been in the house. Uh, I'm going to sit in here. I'm going to do my business. I'm going to work and all that other kind of stuff because I really ain't trying to go nowhere. And um, I take my vitamins, all that other kind of stuff. But at the same time, I get nervous about being around other people. I get nervous about being out and about sometimes because I'm like, you know, everybody is not cautious. Everybody is not changing their clothes. Everybody's no. not washing their hands. People are trifling and filthy. And, you know, if you go in a public restroom, you'll see how filthy they really are. Uh-huh. <laughs> so like you don't even have to go that far so us knowing that people are disgusting to an a, to a degree where it's like sheesh uh I really don't want to be around people uh-huh. so it's almost kind of like you are I don't know like you're being you're like in a bubble or you're trying to keep yourself in a bubble but at the same time you want to pop the bubble. <laughs> it's like you like, I just want to pop the bubble and then go back in it for a hot second. You know, I want to step out and see what I can do, but then go right back in it. But mm-hmm. I think when you step out, that's when it becomes dangerous. So it's hard. It's, I, it's really hard trying to navigate the waters of trying to be safe, but still have some level of
5: normalcy. And I think that's what happened when our levels had decreased. Everybody was like, OK, you know, the levels have gone down. Let me step outside a little bit. So they stepped outside. Okay, I'm good. I didn't get sick. Okay, man. This COVID, this, they, they lying about this COVID. This COVID is not real. Let me go back outside again. So now they continue to go back outside. And then guess what? Everybody's outside. And all it takes is for one person
4: yeah. to spread
5: it to like
0: the
4: thousands. Outbreak yeah. monkey.
5: Yeah. <laughs> right. The, and the here we are. Monkey. Here the we are. It'd
2: be that it'd be that one motherfucker that wanna hug everybody.
5: Mm -hmm. (laughs) And here we are.
2: I'm a hugger.
0: (laughs) We had a question. It said, um, I heard that people with particular blood types are immune like someone with O positive. Is that true?
5: You know, I've heard that, but it's still research being made on that. It's not, it's not guaranteed. It's not 100% the truth. Okay.
0: And that that would be that's crazy that some like certain things would make a person immune like a blood type, you Mm -hmm. know. And it and but I think the I think the biggest thing when it came down to all of this is like where did I mean how many people that it's affected, how many people's lives have been lost, how many of us are still suffering like the repercussions of COVID? Like there are so many people still without um without jobs some people can't go back to work some people are still looking for work people are being put out of their homes because they didn't have a job during COVID and it's like it's so much hell happening like right before our eyes and mm-hmm. people are trying to figure out how to still have some form of a normal life mm-hmm. and it's hard and we don't even know what
3: the hell normal
0: looks like anymore
2: right So a like new normal
3: I do feel like it's some kind of X factor that the CDC just hasn't found yet because again, there's so many people. And I know Tiffany, you said that, you know, people with pre-existing conditions are more susceptible and people with, uh, you know, obesity, diabetes, hypertension, but then it's like some people that are asymptomatic have some of those preexisting conditions as well. So when, mm-hmm. you know, you guys just kind of mentioned the blood type, it, it, I just feel like it had. There is an X factor. Just nobody can figure out what it is because no. everything oh, sure. is very true. Um, and I believe those things, but it's like again, you know, you can have person A and person B with the same um, predisposed conditions, and one may just be asymptomatic, and one actually get in and end up on a ventilator or die within days. And it's like, okay, well, what's real what's the difference with these two people if they have the same pre-existing conditions and everything is pretty the same. So I do think there is an X factor somewhere. I hope they find it, because maybe if they find it, they can kind of slow it down, stop it, create a, a real vaccine that's out there somewhere. I don't know.
0: But then are we even gonna take the vaccine? Like it's a lot
3: of people. I'm not.
0: Like, no.
3: Uh, I'm not no. because to me it's like the flu I've never taken a flu vaccine in my life all they had to do was tell me it was a live virus you're not giving me no live virus I'm I'm good I played in the dirt good enough Um, so I, I worms and ants and bugs
0: you made enough yeah, mud I, pies to know
3: my, my body is good I'm good I, don't give me no live virus I I refuse to take a flu vaccine that's why I could never work in healthcare
2: <laughs> yeah uh. So Tiffany, let me ask you this: Uh, Have you been you been involved in the treatment of patients with COVID? Yes, I have. So, so do you guys use the plasma treatment now? Are you guys using the plasma treatment where they take the where they use where they use plasma from people that have had it? No, we haven't. We haven't gone that route yet. No, no. Most of our treatment
5: is medicinal. We just use all medicine. Okay.
3: So That's
2: like they're doing now. So That's they have it. a treat, they, they have a treatment where they're taking plasma from people that survived COVID and using plasma in their treatment of people that have. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't know how successful it has been or, or unsuccessful. You know, but I know when my mother went in, they were saying that was one of the options they were trying to do, but it was in such high pain that it took three or four days before you actually yeah. did it. And I think, you know, I think it depends on who you are, you know, your your skin tone and Mm -hmm. what hospital you're in, too,
5: you know. And probably insurance, too. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's why I say it refers back to hospitals as well, too, because the inner city hospitals, you know, you got a lot of people that don't have um, great health care. So those probably are the ones where it's taking a little longer to get the proper medication to to that. Mm Mm-hmm.
1: That's
0: true. And, I mean, since Tiff mentioned insurance, we're going to go ahead. Uh, that was a good segue, you know, a little bit right there. So, um, Damone, you know, What's going on? what, because what, I know, what type of insurance do you provide for people?
4: Um, all personal lines for the most part, as well as commercial. Um, but uh, I mainly focus on uh life. Because that's one of the areas where we're lacking as a community.
1: Mm,
0: I agree. Yeah, true. Yeah. yeah. So, in with, with life insurance, I know mm-hmm. that there are a plethora of ways to be able to have life insurance. There are different types. Yeah. There are different categories. So, can you give us a little breakdown of, like, some of the best, I mean, like, some of the types of life insurance
4: okay and i was gonna then, say i'm sorry go ahead
0: no i was just gonna say give us a breakdown of the types and then like how people would actually know if they're getting more bang for their book you know
4: yeah well it, it it's all relative it depends on the person and their needs as well as their family's needs so um the main two types of uh life insurance is uh considered um it's called a term. And then whole term is literally just that, like for a period of time, a certain uh, term of years. And then uh, whole is just that, like throughout your entire life, as long as uh, the premium is paid. But I mean, there is no best. Like I said, it depends on what it is that's needed. And it depends on like the type of money you want to spend. Just being honest. You know, um, typically term insurance is cheaper. Well, I, I'm like it's inexpensive in comparison to a uh, whole life. Reason being, there's a couple of reasons. Now, I, I deal with people um, who have been told by agents and producers and brokers to purchase term insurance and invest the rest. Now, the my now don't get me wrong, I sell term insurance. I, I offer term insurance, but my thing is a lot of people don't know that term insurance, the, the probability of term insurance paying out is 1% to 2%. Reason being, reason being a person outlives the term or after you got a 30-year term policy and 23 years into it, you can't afford it. For whatever reason, the policy lapsed. So all of that money you spent on your term insurance policy is gone unless you yeah unless um, unless you're offered a return of premium term now return of premium term is uh, significantly higher than a regular term than what's called a simple term but if you get a 20 year return of premium term policy and you outlive the policy you get all of your premium back which is good you don't have there is, isn't any interest it doesn't accrue cash value but you get all your uh, premium back However, if you don't outlive the term and you check out, you've spent more on a return of premium term because it's more expensive than you would on a simple term. So you have to there's no such thing as a a, a bad insurance policy. The best insurance policy is the one that pays out when you die. However, it depends on what you want to do. If you can't afford a whole life um, insurance policy, then you go term as long as you have something, as long as your family has something to fall back on. But I would, I don't advise, but like I said, I'd I like contour depending on the need of the client. Right, so can, can
2: you break it down to people that's paying attention, like Marcel wants to know, in terms of numbers, you know, I think that's important to, to our community to understand the numbers as far as like, how much they'll be spending on term, or what's the number you'll be spending based on, um, just
4: different things of that nature well marcel is actually one of my clients that's my buddy okay. um but uh but before,
2: before he put that up there i wanted to ask that too because i think a lot of people get fearful of the word insurance because they're not sure of how much they're gonna have to spend you know with, you know those those type of things because the community is you know the
4: money yeah well a lot of people are are reluctant to uh, purchasing or even getting information on life insurance because it's not something it's not tangible it's nothing that you can pick up and you know go somewhere with it's not mandatory like auto or uh fire if you have a car note or a mortgage so the uh but uh, t- uh to your question it depends it honestly depends it depends on age prescription drug history medical history. So, I, I, there's no blanket number for $150,000 30-year term policy. It depends on who, and I, pretty much that's that.
0: So, the factors of, you know, the person in general that's looking to get the insurance policy what is what determines the overall
4: premium. That's correct. Okay. Yeah. So, 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 if you fucked up, you fucked up. I mean, but I can work with you. Don't get me wrong. So, like so, I mean, so, so so for me,
2: I think I think that poses a, a lot of fear in the community because a lot of people have these. <clears throat> once they get to a certain age, they have a the pre preconceived conditions where they get the the health, the heart, and and the diabetes and all this stuff going on. And now you start thinking about insurance, but now all that plays a factor into how much you're gonna spend on it. So I think a lot of people get get fearful of that.
4: Yeah, a couple things. And, and I have clients with, um, actually, I have a couple clients, um, to be honest, with full blown aids that I was able to insure. I mean, of course, there's stipulations, and a premium isn't like, it's not pretty, but right. it's something. Right. You know, and hindsight is 20 Right. So you later on in life, I mean, of course, not judging anybody because everyone's situation and circumstances are different. But later on in life, you look back like damn I should have got this when I was 30 cuz I'll be paying this amount mm-hmm. it's not too much you can do about that but just pay whatever it is if you want coverage but it makes sense if we reach back like those with those uh, with that in that type of situation it makes sense if they reach back and advise the younger their younger generation like man look I should have did such and such here's what you should probably do now because it's going to be a, a lot more. It's going to be uh, inexpensive in comparison to when you get my age. Did, I, did I answer like your question, bro? Little... <laughs>
6: yeah, hmm?
4: yeah,
2: I, I, yeah. You did. I was, I was reading actually reading the question from Ms. Star Michael that she had. Yeah, Where
0: I was you? actually reading that too and getting ready to put it up. Um. Um. Uh, But we had also another question from Marcel first. It said, what would you suggest should be a minimum for a life insurance policy for a 35-year-old?
4: I can't suggest anything because it depends on that person. Okay. It depends on that person and their needs as well as what it is they want to spend.
3: And their lifestyle. Correct?
4: And their lifestyle because, yeah, there are questions on certain uh, applications asking like do you parachute or do you plan on traveling out of the country within the next 24 months? And this, that, or the third, I mean, they're still insurable. Don't get me wrong, but there may okay, be so a few more stipulations. I'm sorry.
3: Well, when I said lifestyle, I was meaning more. So
4: uh, you yes, muted sir. yourself. Cam. My, my no,
3: sorry. I know when I said lifestyle, I meant more. So like, I know we insured ourselves. It's more like, you know, what do you want this to do? And I think you kind of mentioned that something like all those different variables. Do you want to pay off your house? Do you want this paid for? Um, What's your actual income? You know, does it make Mm 60, 70, 80, $90,000 that you have at least 150,000 or depending on what your mortgage is. So that's kind of what I meant when I said, okay, Style, or or are you just a person that works you know a minimum wage job and you just need to make sure you got money for your family to bury you and you don't have a lot of debt and Mm stuff so so that's kind of what i meant when i said lifestyle
4: yeah when i speak with clients i go through all of that like with the fine tooth comb you know because i always want to give a person what it is they need i'm not going to try to give you what you ask for if you really if you're really not educated on, you know, life insurance and how it works. We're going to go through all of that just to figure out uh your needs. So I think yeah. you just I think
2: you just answered that question we was looking
4: at.
0: Yeah, yeah. and I was I'm still read it anyway. <laughs> um Miss Carmichael, wrong one. Miss Carmichael said, "Demond, do you educate people on the benefit of a whole life since it's more expensive if they wait longer and this guaranteed burial or do you focus more on the term?" I think most people look at the total value opposed to ensuring their family can give them a proper burial, which is less than $10,000 without having to do a GoFundMe or fish fry. <laughs> most people look at insurance as a get-rich-quick option.
4: Well, there are some burials that, that's are, that are a bit more expensive than $10,000. Yeah. But I mean, I think it depends on what 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 paid, it is you're looking for in the whole nine.
2: Because I know, and in, in Georgia, yeah, you can get a you can get a decent barrier for about. But like yeah. up here, a decent barrier up here when you want the casket and the whole nine and the blah blah blah, it can get up to twenty thousand.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And um, as far as uh, what you say, most people look at insurance as a get rich quick.
2: And and I, th- I,
4: think people, those, I think those are the family. Hear me out. A lot of people look at insurance as a get rich quick and it works for them because a lot of people a lot of people have their excuse my French have their shit structured to where their grandkids don't have to worry about anything. It makes sense if we start to look at it the same way. Because it's hard to get get out from behind the a ball, man. When you live there, you've been living right. there. Yeah, we've had it hard. Keeping it real, we've had it hard, and we're used to it. We know how to survive. But when you can put, when I, if I can put my grandkids who don't even exist in a position to exist and not survive, I'm going to do just that. And follow think me. I think as a community, I wish we were more
2: informed earlier than the generation now is being informed because I remember being a manager, you know, a couple of years ago at a restaurant and, and I was talking to people about insurance for my employees and he kind of explained to me like, you know, at 20 years old, if you just start saving $5 a week or $5 every two weeks, by the time you retire, you got a million dollars, a million plus dollars. I was like, what? Well, we weren't educated like that at a young age true. to understand that, you know, dollars I, I throw that down the street you know what i'm saying like, I, you <laughs> yeah. know I'm saying?
0: like who you throwing yeah. it that mouth who you throwing <laughs> that five dollars at down the street i've
2: been to a few strip clubs in my life But <laughs> <laughs> i'm yeah. just saying like to, to have that knowledge to understand like something as privileged as a five dollar bill or a twenty dollar bill that we go on frivolous shit that that could have changed
4: my life where i'm at now like yeah, that's that's real. Yeah. Or you can look at it like this. Transfer the risk. So that same $5 a, di- a day or whatever. Purchase a cheap life insurance policy. I don't care if it's term or whole life, but continue to save. So now if anything happens, you're going to your family's going to get a lump sum. But the money you save now you can play with that money. So that's, that's like I said, transfer the risk is something to think about. I've taught my son, and he's only twenty, and dog got his shit together.
2: That's good
4: shit.
2: That's, that's good shit. So now I think I, I think for us as older people, as myself, I guess I you know <laughs> I guess I guess I'm it's twenty two. It's, it's time to go back and be reeducated. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's, it's,
0: it's interesting. It, yeah. it really is. Um... And I think a lot of us, when we have these jobs and we apply for insurance, we don't know a lot of the shit that we checking off in those boxes. We just be like, "Uh, I'll take 50 grand and uh, y'all can take that shit out of my check. Other than that, people don't even know what they're signing up for. They don't know any of that information. And I know that I was one of those people. I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm clicking or signing or checking Mm -hmm. this box for. All I know is I'm putting my mama and my nephews on there for beneficiaries <laughs> at that time, you know, when I was, uh when my mom was still living, it was like my mama and my nephew, that's who I'm putting on there, and then that's how we're going to keep that shit rolling. But now I'm like,
1: uh, yeah. Just, and so I even made sure I, I called them it.
0: on, and we had a couple of conversations, and we still finna have some more conversations, because I still I think, need some more clarity.
2: And you know, uh-huh. it became, I, I, I think it became like a, a gap between from when it was family and community, and then that era where we went through the crack era, and then I think that's where it got it lost term yeah. because my grandmother, my grandmother got insurance out the fucking wazoo. She got a, she got a fifteen hundred here, ten thousand here, ten thousand, four thousand. You know what I'm saying? And she had. Yeah. And you know, I used to remember as a little boy seeing the man come to the house.
4: She seeing the and, insurance man come to you the house. Know, you yep. know what
2: I'm and um old. And now and now because my <laughs> when my mother passed, you know what I'm saying? She's going over all this stuff with me, and I'm looking at all this stuff she got up right now. Remember the fat white guy coming to the house and you being fit and fit. And you know, but now, but now you know what I'm saying, it it, it 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 it's paying off. But then I look at it like my mother generation, the crack generation, they got kind of lost in that, which kind of Yeah. You muted yourself. You muted. I did, I, I did the cat. My fault. Got to flip us around a little bit. So I think I think it's I think it's interesting. I think it's, it's it's super interesting. I think it's I think what you do is important, and I think it needs to test the community more. In in the in the I say in the in the fifty in the fifty to thirty five age range, we need to reach out more to that community to under so they can understand because that's where we lost
4: the eighty to two thousand range. Mm-hmm. Send them to me, bro. That's all you got to do. Straight hey, up, bro. because
2: hey, everybody that needs some insurance hit my man up. Tell them how to <laughs> not
4: business. even, not even so much as need insurance. If you need, edu- because I, I tell, like I tell my clients, and a few of them are uh, in the comments. I don't sell insurance. I educate you and then help you come to whatever decision or conclusion you need to come to. Now if you use me, I'm not gonna say no. You feel me? Right. But that
2: but I think that gives you the pur- the, the purity of what you do yeah. that you're willing to educate people and then and, and then and then that, that's is gonna bring you to business because
4: you're being honest with them, you. Know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like like my sister, um Tiffany. She had me. What was that? Open enrollment last year, boy. She had me working, Jack. <laughs> I mean working, but it's not a problem because, like I said, if I a lot of agents, I'm trying to. Okay, let me say this real quick. I'm trying to get people to understand that everybody or everyone who sells or provides insurance isn't in it for the quick buck, because we have that dark cloud over our head. I don't think you want is a commission. you're just interested in the commission. I mean, I'm gonna figure out a way to eat. So I'm not in it for the commission. I'd much rather educate you so later on down the line, you can educate your people. make my job easier make or make a, the next good um, insurance producer, broker agent's job easier. Right, so you, got, you know, you it's, gotta, it's not about gotta, the bucket. You got to add you got to ass in every
2: industry that you're going. You know, what I mean? so well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a whole so lot more in my industry, right. bro. So it's so. It's all, so, you, so I think people just like with anything, you got to research and take your time and, and really look at the soul of a person if you talk to them. You know look at me, they eye. Like I can see in your eyes, you're sincere about what you.
4: you oh know, yeah, I love my
2: dude.
3: yeah. So,
0: yeah.
2: Oh. You know, you the
4: whole bunch of BS, you know what I'm saying? Nah, nah, I love what I do, and I love helping my people.
0: Tan said that her grandparents had policies and plots. That was definitely one thing that a lot of older people made sure that they had. Mm-hmm. They paid for their plots, they paid for their policies, they paid for those things ahead of time. And I think a lot of us are even scared to even think about having to buy a plot that we don't even, like, think about the the... The importance of doing those kind of things because our families end up buried all over the cemetery. <laughs> and then we like, oh, I think she was buried on this side of the hole right. <laughs> or this pole that was stuck in the middle, but now I don't see the pole no more. And then they didn't turn the mausoleum and then moved it onto the other side. So you're trying <laughs> to <laughs> find you your
1: people. <laughs>
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> go two spaces to the left and then, and it should be seven rows down from the fence it's like wait what I gotta go out here and find my people and, and and you know and I can say that cause it's pretty much like how I have to go And it, when I go to the cemetery when I do go to visit my mom I'm like oh okay it was the house right here so her thing was like right on this side of the house and this side of the pole so it's like you trying to go out there and figure it out. And I'm a person, I'm like, I don't like walking through the cemetery like that. I'm not,
1: uh uh-uh. uh. I'm so, so I am brother, a brother punk. To like
0: I'm not gonna walk through no cemetery, but I definitely understand the people that were older, their important the importance of doing so. Mm-hmm. Cause grandma and granddaddy wanted to be buried right next to right. each other. And mm-hmm. you know, they wanted the kids not too far from them. So that was definitely something a lot of the older generation did. My that we great don't do grandparents. Anymore. My great grandparents, they had the somewhat of a family situation. It's my great grandmother, my great grandfather, and my great great grandmother. They got it where all uh, well, my great great grandmother passed first. So how my great
3: grandmother set it up, they were they're able they're all together. And in my grandfather, it's a family situation as well where he has one,
0: his wife will have one, and um. His wife's mom is next to him as well. So they have that situation too, where they bought plots and they have policies.
2: Let me let me ask you this. So so with us talking about COVID and the COVID situation going on, it has been a lot a lot because I've been through it, a lot more difficult and a lot of, a lot more challenging as far as like doing a funeral, doing this, that and the third. Has it affected you as far as like people that you deal with like if you have to go like let's say one of your clients and then they come and, they, and because you have a rapport with them and you're trying to deal with them as far as like the payout and what they do and how they get their money does has that affected the way the insurance part goes
4: well uh on the front end it's affected uh who's eligible reason being you know they asked, they added a few more questions to the applications and one company that i uh provide po- will offer policies uh through in may as of may 1st you had to be they like cut off a lot you had to be under 70 to get a uh, to get a policy and if you're not under 70 you have to get what's called a single premium whole life so if you want a fifty thousand dollar whole life policy and um you're 71 you had to pay like up front one premium one, a single premium. So if that premium was like $28,000, you had to pay that up front. But um, for the most part, oh, yeah. yeah, but for the most part, um, yeah, but with its with whole life, so there are a, a bunch of, uh, there are a few benefits yeah. to it.
1: That's you know.
4: true. Um But for the most part, nah, it, it hasn't been, I've been able to ensure everyone that, you know, has reached out to me since COVID. One so, way or another.
3: So I'm on this, like on the same page as Miss Genesis. And I was thinking this, I was waiting until you got through for you. If you could kind of tell our viewers and maybe even some of us, because I do know that when people when we start talking about death to our family members, whether they're young or old and you need a policy, a lot of times for whatever their fear is about talking about it, they're like, oh, I'm going to be here forever. We got to talk about it right now. Or we can talk about that later, and they always put it off. So do you have any suggestions to bring this up to your loved ones to have this open conversation and dialogue to put these things in place uh, that will make it comfortable to talk about or kind of lower their guard a little bit to have those conversations?
4: Honestly, it'll never be comfortable. It'll, 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 It'll never be a comfortable conversation. It has to be usually it takes a tragedy for someone to be responsive or susceptible yes. to the uh, information, um, that they're, uh, asking, you know, I, uh, just being honest, like after someone passed, I get a lot of phone calls from family members because they see that shit can get real, you know? So as far as um having a conversation to like ease them initially, Typically, nah, nah, it's, it's, it's usually when they experience a tragedy. And I've been doing this for a decade straight, man, and it, it it's not going to get easier, especially just being honest, especially dealing with, like, certain communities. It's not going to get easier, but that's when, like, the perseverance of the producer um, basically comes out and, and, and leads the way. Because the only thing I need from you is a conversation. I don't need any commitments. I don't need any of that. I need 15 to 20 minutes of your time. And I'm going to ask the real questions uh, within those 15, 20 minutes. Like you asked about life insurance. What do you want life insurance for? What do you want it for? Um, If you don't have life insurance, who's going to take care? How will your kids be taken care of? Simple questions and that make that typically makes a person think like it makes a person think like, damn, I never looked at it that way, or man, my baby gonna be messed up, or I always want to do this for my nephew, and if something happened to me, I don't have enough or I don't have anything, so they SOL. But it's just those so, it's those type of and I um employ you guys to ask your family the same questions. The hard questions if such and such happen what you going to do how are we going to do such and such
0: yeah that's literally like what's rolling through my head right now like sitting up here thinking of all those questions like uh cuz when we lost my mom it was a lot i mean a lot she got sick all of a sudden out of nowhere mm. and was in the hospital from april up until the time she passed in june and so during that time we were like what are we going to do how are we going to figure this out how are we going to do this how are we going to do that how are we going to you know and then uh everybody was working but in shifts we were in shifts somebody mm. was in the hospital everybody was at work when everybody got off we were switching it out like everybody was on rotation we had it down pat how we were doing everything but then like we later found out that the insurance policy that she had wasn't a insurance policy to cover everything so like we legit had to go through a whole bunch of different odds and ends to figure it out. And then we ended up coming out of pocket to pay for a headstone and things like that ourselves. So we were able to bury her, but it was mm-hmm. like
4: whew, it was it was who, a fight. Who
0: thought? Like who thought about yeah. that? And I know when we had our conversation about insurance, I mentioned that, like, nah, I ain't trying to leave
4: mm-hmm.
1: and have
0: my family out here stressed out about how they're gonna bury me. Nah, listen, y'all go ahead and turn me into a few ashes you know, spread me on the waters of Lake Minnetonka and going on about y'all way.
2: Going on about y'all I think a lot of people are going to
0: that. Yeah, like, I don't want I don't want my family to go through that trouble. Like, my wish is, listen, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a woman of the water anyway. Go ahead and put me in some water and let me go ahead and be
2: <laughs> with the Lord, you know. <laughs> I so just my, don't want my, that my, stress. I don't
0: want any of
2: those problems, you know. Um, hey, that's me. I told her, I'd be like, y'all can flush me down the toilet. Like, it ain't like I'm a no. <laughs> 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 I'd be like, don't. Not don't like spend, you ain't gonna know.
1: know.
2: You know, I, I told, tell my kids, I'd be like, look, take take $1,000 and throw a hell of a party because you know your dad wants to have a good time. The rest of that money, live your life. Your car. You know what I'm saying? Do, you know, Do me, something. They don't know shit. What the hell I need yeah. I a $10,000 casket for? For what? I don't need to put a suit on for what? I came, I came in, but as naked, I'm going to leave.
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why I said I think it goes back to your lifestyle because, like, when my father died, well, two things. One, I think, you know, like you kind of said, Mal, it goes back to our family and what our family did for us. Um, when my father passed away 20-plus uh, years ago, he has so much life insurance and so many, and so much investment stuff. And just how he lived, he—I mean—that funeral cost me a arm and a leg. But I gave him the service and bought the things that he was accustomed to. My father lived in Europe for 25 years. He was used to having the finer things in life, so that's how I buried him and still had a whole bunch of money left over. But like when my had last year, she had—we had insurance on her and it was enough she had a, a, a moderate funeral it was nice it wasn't as elaborate as my dad's funeral but it was nice but you know the difference was you know my dad died i got bookoos and bookoos of money my mom died i think me and my sister only out of the deal after we paid for everything only ended up with a couple of thousand dollars a piece which was fine because you know we wasn't looking to get rich off of my mom anyway we just wanted to make sure that we could take care of her and whatever her needs were, we were able to do that. Um, but, you know, again, it goes back to, like you said, we have to educate our children. We have to educate our brothers and our sisters and our nieces and our nephews. And I think like um, Tanya had mentioned in the comments, yeah, have those conversations and explain, you know, it's not about you're going to die. But it's like, mm-hmm. hey, like like you said, too, mom, like who's going to take care of this when you- because
2: because that paperwork say- got to be in order. Nobody mm-hmm.
3: like we grew to take am- care of it like right now,
2: mm-hmm. like these living wheels and these not- hospital wheels and the death wheels, those things are important and then they're free. Like you can go online and and, and download them. Free- you google, google. Right. That's yeah. it.
5: I am, uh, um, my
0: mother's. Oh, go ahead, uh, uh-uh, go ahead, baby. I am my mom's only child and my grandmother's only grandchild. So I will randomly, I haven't done it in a while. I will randomly ask, y'all still got your life insurance together?
1: <laughs> and they would
0: just be like, what? She's good. She's I good. have to, and I haven't done it in a while because in the last few years, we had a lot of death in my family. So I try to ease up off of them. But with my mommy and my mother, because my dad is deceased, so I have, I'll sit with her and I'll talk. And I asked her, and we've had a long, it was morbid, and I hated it, but she had surgery, and it was a routine surgery, but you know, even routine stuff can go left. Mm -hmm. So I said, if something go left, what do you want me to do? She told me what she wanted. I was shook. I'm like, man, I want that position. However, your insurance, are you good if I have to make that? She's like, yes, please stop asking me that. I I'm the only one. Listen, I am the only heir. If you want to, but if you want to make it cute, mm-hmm. I need to know what do you need me to do or where's everything? And even with my mm-hmm. grandmother, I used to, I just yell in her room, hey, your life insurance good. <laughs> <laughs>
5: like, hey yo. <laughs> She's like, huh?
0: Yeah, we're paying
5: them premiums. Yeah,
0: and I and she'll be like, Yeah, I haven't done it, especially with my grandma, I haven't done it in a while. But I'll probably after this conversation. Probably not, because my mom did just lose her best friend, but maybe in the next few weeks, I'm going to be like, yo, ma.
2: Ma, you still solid in, <laughs> in the rock? <laughs> you still solid in the rock? You still
0: good? With the wink and the gun. Right. a lot of my friends have had to bury their parents, and it wasn't
1: mm-hmm. easy. And yeah. my mother mm-hmm.
0: does. My One thing about my mom, she keeps her financial affairs in order. Good. So I do know that it went, and if when it is her time, God forbid, I I won't be a guy I'm like I don't know what to do, cause she's just like she's very rain man when it mm-hmm. comes to stuff like that. But I I think in the next month or two, once we once she's okay, cause she just also a friend. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ask both. I'm gonna ask my grandma. Hey, at least mm-hmm. my grandma, you still good? But my mom, maybe next month. But they're you, they're very <laughs> they're up maybe up next month.
3: Next month so. um, yeah, right. just put it on the calendar. Because the conversation said, is
0: very uncomfortable, but I, I, I have it. I do. Um, Tan said that she has families who come in the funeral home with no insurance. However, again, it is about priorities. These folks will still bring $200 jeans, a new pair of Jordans to put on deceased and the whole family have on t-shirts yet they do not have money for burial or the cemetery. Yep. We all know if you don't have the money for opening and closing, there is no funeral.
2: Mm-hmm. Wow! Mm-hmm. And I
0: remember yeah. Tan telling us that she works at a funeral home, and I'm like,
2: mm-hmm. she, yeah, she, she used she, to do makeup and hair. stuff
0: Yeah, but her what a body just sit there. You would if not think. You. Yeah, you would yeah. not think knowing like meeting Tan, you would not think that that's what she did. Like she's so like bubbly and like silly and all. This, this that some that.
2: of her work right here. This some <laughs> her Tan work right here.
0: Wait, what? The, what? <laughs> 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 That's what I want to do so Where bad. You pull so that, from?
3: <laughs> that is my dream job. I
1: want to well, be I, a I have a 19-year-old so daughter. Bad.
2: She's not here. She
3: actually You want to be a Oh, <laughs> <laughs> It's actually pretty cool. i know
0: not someone. I really, I, I, since cool. I was a little girl, I guess because when my dad died, that was my first, you know, like funeral or whatever
1: mm-hmm.
0: of someone I knew close. And I wasn't afraid. And that, that made my mom and grandma go, uh... This kid is not shook, and this is her fan. I was, I was sad, but that is literally my dream job is to work in a funeral hall.
1: Mm. I know it's a little
0: odd. I definitely um, wanted to ask this question because Marcel asked it a little while ago, but um, he said, "How do you feel about retirement apps like Stash and Acorn?" Hmm. I was, uh,
4: I was going to ask you to uh, ask you guys to put that up. Um, whatever works, man. Honestly whatever works if uh if you're seeing gains um through those uh investment apps follow the market because i had several clients come to me crying some literally because uh when covid hit their 401ks took a dive and if you you know and i'm going to say when of something else but um yeah, just, just follow the market. Uh, educate yourself. And yeah. if it works, it works. Know when to hold them, fold them, walk away and run. And um, what was I going to say? Damn. Uh, nah, I forgot. But uh,
1: <laughs> it happens. I'm
4: old now. Um, but uh, yeah, um, there are different products out there. You want guarantees. If okay, when it comes to re, you can use life insurance for retirement as well. A lot of people don't know that those are some of the living benefits of a whole life policy. So you can structure your portfolio with minimum, moderate, and maximum risk. Maximum, of course, playing the stock market, the S&P 500. Moderate, um, is and a lot of people don't like the term annuity, but there are something, uh, some things called uh, fixed annuities, fixed index annuities to where. Your money is invested, and if there's any profit, you share within the profit with the company. So the profit is 50 50. However, there aren't any losses because if, uh, if just say whatever you're investing your uh, money in, if it tank, then that's why it's called a fix. That's why you're sharing into the profit. I mean, that's why you're sharing the profit. So if we up a thousand bucks, I'm gonna give you five and I'm gonna keep five. Say I'm the company, I'm gonna keep five, but if we go under zero if we negative you're going to stay at that five wherever you are that's where you're going to stay that's uh moderate and uh minimum risk would be a whole life insurance policy because uh that way you can um it, it accrues cash value over time and i call a whole life insurance policy a volatility buffer so if the market tank and your 401k is affected and I, i've spoken with tiffany about this uh several times both tiffany's actually if the uh market tank and uh your 401k is affected, your IRA is affected, or your mutual funds or whatever is affected, you can live off depending on how you structure your whole life policy you can live off of the cash value until the market um, heals itself, so to speak.
0: Yeah, I do remember that part of the conversation because I was like oh. yeah, Okay then, you know. Because it makes a yeah. lot of sense to be able to, like, you're reaping the benefits of what you've already been paying into already. Yeah. And you don't have to wait until, like, you checked out of here and your family gets to reap those benefits. You actually get to reap the benefits of you being a responsible adult. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being that I want to be a responsible adult, um, I'll be calling you this week. I already know.
4: <laughs> I already know. Listen, and,
0: you know, I mean, I just told my friend, like, I need to grow up. I'm ready to grow up. You know, I'm ready to say, yeah. I'm a big kid now. Like, I <laughs> legit. <laughs> like, it's it a cannot. lot of things that I overlooked or took for granted until all of these things had started happening mm-hmm. within the last five years. Like, I lost my mom, I lost the best friend, my uncle, my aunt. You know, I've lost a lot of people within the last five years, and I took all of those things. For granted as far as insurance and Mm -hmm. you know the benefit of those things like I know about insurance and when I had a regular gig I definitely signed up for it made sure it was paid but now that I'm not working a regular nine to five I'm like well you need still need some coverage little girl um because you never know what can happen or how how things are going to take a turn as we see with COVID like Mm -hmm. a lot of people are out here suffering and trying to figure out how they're going to live their day-to-day lives simply because they do not have or did not have those options to be able to use their insurance and mm-hmm. you know things like that to be able to cover themselves so yeah um i'm probably gonna get on your nerves this week
4: awesome. i'm gonna be
3: texting you like I'm well on i one think one that everybody uh, and if they don't call him i just highly suggest that you guys call somebody for your insurance needs because uh, the one thing I can say is I'm not an insurance salesman, I don't sell it, but I do. Everybody I talk to, I always encourage them to get insurance because mm-hmm. I buried my 25, I buried my mother at 43. And when I tell y'all, I was never more at peace than to walk into that funeral home and everything was covered, and it was so not stressful, I didn't have to ask nobody for a dime. Didn't have nothing to worry about. It was like, hey, here you go. Yep, do what you gotta do. This is what I want. Um, I we didn't have to stress about anything.
4: That's the main thing.
3: It was a piece of cake. It was it was like in and out, done, and thing. took a lot of pressure off of even dealing with the death itself because that was just one less thing that I had to worry about. I didn't have to worry about oh my God, like y'all, somebody said, who gonna pay for the opening and closing? Who gonna, mm-hmm. who gonna pay for this? Can we afford this? Oh my God, what about the obituaries? Didn't have to worry about none of that. It was a piece of cake. And I thank God that my father was a financial genius that he was and made sure that all these things um, were in place. So I highly encourage everybody uh, mm-hmm. Even get insurance on your little babies, your little one-year-old, two-year-olds when they born. When your nieces, nephews, grandkids are born, take out a Gerber life policy. Like get it when they're young; they can cash it out, whatever it doubles. But um, like I don't know, y'all get excited to talk about insurance because it's the best thing since sliced bread. And uh, I don't have to do
2: it. You had, you had a great experience.
3: And Tammy, just really having insurance point. made everything so much easier. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: 10 minute, really so good so let me she ask you this if you question, pay bro.
3: Hey,
0: your cell phone bill
2: monthly,
0: you can pay for a monthly yeah. policy. Hey, Amen. You ain't lying, Tan, because I pay Verizon, and I'm like, <laughs> Verizon ain't cheap. So, Mo Demon, yeah, Jamon, yeah. Sir,
2: yeah, yeah. Be ready to yeah. swipe Verizon my card. Okay? <laughs> <that>. <laughs> be ready
0: they, to they swipe my card no this gasoline. week, okay? You quick, know, quick question, I
2: got you. Quick, quick question, what's bro. up? As an insurance agent, are you able to provide insurance all over the US of A or insurance licensed in the area?
4: Well, you have to be, um, it's called resident and non-resident. So my resident uh, state will be Illinois, but I have 11 more non-resident states. So only thing I have to do, if someone is interested in insurance and, you know, we speak a couple times and they want to, you know, go forward, only thing I have to do is log on, get on my iPad and Pay for their license in whatever state they're in. So it's not um, like you have to pay per state. You have to um, pay for your licensing per state. And I mean, yes,
3: Diane, those Gerber policies are the best. And make sure, Damal, you put your mm-hmm. information in there too. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm definitely uh, going to put his
0: information in here or even on the uh, Federal Chronicles Facebook page as well so that they can see it and be able to contact you. I know um, they'll probably be a lot of people flowing your way. That's <laughs> not a problem. That's um, not a problem. I'll also post it on my personal page as well so that way people can know, you know, how to contact you after this uh, the show tonight because mm-hmm. um, there are a lot of people who don't understand the importance of insurance. I definitely learned a lot about it um, in the midst of everything taking place and even recently, like, taking care of my aunt's funeral uh, services. I wasn't the person at the funeral home when my mom passed. I was there when my aunt passed and I was like, is this what y'all was in here doing? Like
2: you are you gonna put Tiffany information on somebody might want to contact her on some um COVID stuff? I don't know.
0: I didn't say I want to go put Tiffany information on there, but I'm you know, I'm her name and the information, they're they're both tagged on the information for tonight, you know, for t- the show tonight. So I'll definitely put their I'm information. Um but it, it's definitely a different feeling when you are in that funeral home and you have to deal with the services and things oh, like that man. because I wasn't that person when my mom whole passed. Ball game. I was totally the person when my game. aunt passed and it was like, uh... I'm gonna go outside. Give me a yeah. minute. <laughs> like, it's a whole different ball game. And I was like, I don't want... No. no I don't want to do this no more. So... um. I definitely want people to understand the importance of it, actually have a, um, you know, a way to contact someone with information that can educate them the the best way possible on Mm -hmm. a variety of things. And yes, Tanya, power of attorney is important. I have seen a lot of situations go left because family members decided to fight over certain things and nobody had the power of attorney. Yep
2: do break up the black family.
0: That um, actually, like when my aunt passed, I was at the hospital. Went to the hospital, tried to get the keys to her apartment and her wallet, and they said, "Well, we got to call everybody on this list as a that's listed as an, a contact. Emergency contact. Mm-hmm. To make sure that we can give you this wallet."
1: I was
3: like, mm-hmm. oh. "And people do need to know too that there is two different powers. There's actually a separate medical power of attorney as well.
1: Right. Yeah, it's a, it's and
3: so
0: it was just." It was a learning experience as far as me being like the for the person in the forefront of everything. I was like, why y'all got to do all of that? Like, oh, uh, yeah. I need keys to her house, you know? <laughs> like I need yeah. to get the ball rolling and I can't do that if y'all still got her keys in her wallet.
1: Man,
2: so it was you. a whole different situation. Well, my mother so it passed, was a lot of money. everything. Like I've learned like okay, you got to get these will done. You got Once you get the will done, get them um, notarized. Make sure you take one to your local city hall so they have a copy. You have a copy. Um, Make sure you go to the bank to get the bank accounts that you need to. Make sure all that stuff is filed in the city court. That way you want to deal with all that probate bullshit. Mm
3: -hmm. And that's a good thing, Mal, to answer Tavana's question. She said, what happens when that doesn't work if if it's voided? Um, And that's what will happen. It will go to probate.
2: Right. Yeah, we'll definitely go to probate, and you know, that's so that can be a long, drawn out to do about nothing. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. another, another reason for the black family to be structured, and we allow it as well.
1: Yeah,
0: because yeah. um, we've seen a lot of <clears throat> a lot of things go left on like via social media because families get into it over mm-hmm. um, over funeral services and things like that. Um, I remember when my best friend, her brother passed and uh, like the next hall over, it was a family that you thought it was Royal Rumble in that uh, funeral hall because somebody owed somebody some money. And the they came in there saying that the person, this nigga in this casket owed me some money.
4: And wow. it
0: got way disrespectful. And next thing you know, it was royal rumble in that joint. It was men fighting women. It was women fighting women. It was ridiculous. And I was like, I had never seen anything like that in my entire <laughs> life. And next thing you know, wow. the funeral director got everybody out. He locked us in the, in the hall that we were in. And next thing you know, you heard gunshots outside. So it wow. had got like seriously for real because people are for real about what and it's like I had never like I had never experienced nothing like that in my life but to see how serious people are when somebody passes away about money and property and things mm-hmm. that don't even matter anymore like that experience along with the the personal experiences I've had yeah it's It's for real, for real.
4: Uh, Tavana just touched on something that I was a tip that I was gonna give. Uh, she said, uh, make sure you list beneficiaries on your accounts so you don't have to deal with probate. I was gonna um, I tell everyone like no matter who's your who your agent may be or who you've been working with, write down or email yourself a copy um, of your life insurance policy numbers the companies and the beneficiaries and email that or give that letter to the beneficiaries or whoever, because I've delivered death claim checks and the beneficiaries was 300 miles away. You know, I've delivered like to to the family, to the uh, last known address and the beneficiaries were 300 miles away, or people don't even know that they're the beneficiary on policies until I don't know, and you don't want to do that because after so many years, that money goes back to the company.
0: Oh wow! Yeah,
4: so um, list all of your. Uh, so the un- the uncomfortable conversation is definitely needed in the black community. Mm-hmm. Definitely, yeah. even if even if they're not like receiving it, they're not willing to receive it. I still try to have it, bro. Yeah, you know, I still try to have it because my job is done. Not when I. Deliver a policy or something like that. My job is actually done once I'm done educating. Yeah, everything else is on you. Yeah. You my know. kids know
3: about my policy, but I refuse to give them a copy because I think one of them kids might try to kill me.
1: <laughs> Girl, <laughs>
3: so, you, I'm serious. Like one of my daughters, I'm like, oh, you a little sketchy. Your P who you dating a little sketchy. Y'all might try to kill me if I tell y'all how much this policy is. So nobody knows how much my insurance policy is but they do know that they are beneficiary.
4: And um, do they have the policy numbers?
3: They they do. Well, my responsible child, the the actually the baby, she has the policy like she has all that information and she knows Okay. Who, and who the other beneficiaries are who is listed. And now my husband has that all the information as well. And they
1: okay.
3: Those are the only two people that can get into where all my secure account information is but um Yeah, but I'd be like, uh uh, I ain't telling y'all kids, nope, don't, y'all ain't getting a copy of nothing. Y'all ain't gonna try to kill me before my time to get my money.
4: (laughs) And and another thing um, that I deal with, I gotta bring this up. Another thing that I deal with is so many people I hear all the time, well, I got insurance on my job. Are you gonna die at that job? Hell
1: no. You know, are you gonna die while working there?
4: (laughs) Right. Because. depending on the depending on the gig, once you check out and once you're not working there, then gone. that's gone.
1: It
3: goes away
4: and you don't know if you'll be eligible for insurance later on down the line. So if you have insurance on your gig, that's wonderful. I have insu- I have group policies as well. however, I got my own thing going mm-hmm. because if I decide to stop selling insurance for certain companies, then I lose those benefits. You Know so just you know just, keep yeah. an eye out for that as well.
0: I learned that about myself. I don't stay on job long, so so <laughs> I
4: you need gotta my do my own your own damn thing, policies. right? You gotta do your own <laughs> like thing. I need
0: my own damn policies. Y'all piss I mean, me off too tough. I'm out. See y'all, yeah,
4: Jeez. but.
0: So, yeah, definitely get insurance um, of your own and, and even additional insurance, even if you are at that job mm-hmm. for a long period of time, like still have additional insurance because you never know what could happen, you know, mm-hmm. with with that job. A lot of people think they're going to be on their jobs for a long period of time and then the whole place decides to shut down and then you're mm-hmm. as so well. And you have nothing to fall back on. So it's definitely beneficial to have something on your own, which is another reason, like, I thought tonight would be a great night to have this conversation because it's a lot going on in the world and we don't necessarily know how things are going to play out and how things are moving. So we definitely need to have... If nothing else, our health and our insurance in order. If <laughs> um, you can't fully get your health in order, do the best you can to get to where you can to be in a good space. But mm-hmm. also make sure you got that insurance. And even if it comes down, do you help with um, people in learning about investments or is it just insurance?
4: No, nah, I, uh, insurance and retirement vehicles. So, okay. yeah, it's, uh, I help with. Any and everything that's gonna either pay your family mm-hmm. or pay you once you uh, finally retire. I mean I've been helping hey. I've been helping Tiff and she's uh I ain't gonna put your business out there as far as how ahead, many millions go you're gonna have. She said, one ten. Uh, <laughs> nah, she um since I've been helping her for the past year, she got her stuff tight. Tight. And of course I didn't make any money off of her because that's not what I'm looking to do. If I can help you, if I can educate you and what I said, what I suggested, you you follow that to the letter or even if put your own spin on it, as long as you make turn to some type of profit, I'm happy. My job is done. Well, best friend, <laughs>
1: that's
4: what you're about to become.
0: <laughs> that's what you're about to become. Mm-hmm. I am not playing like, um, and I, I say that simply because I know the direction I want to go in as far as business, personal And all that other kind of stuff so having insurance on a lot of different ways hi best friend (laughs) and i'ma start texting you hey best friend (laughs) so what we learning today um i'm definitely a person that i love learning about those things that are that will help me to be able to get to those different places because which is another reason i i try to bring information to the platform because there are people who want to ask those questions but they just don't know who to ask (laughs) Or they also yeah. have too many people <clears throat> giving them the wrong information at one mm-hmm. time, and so they're they're mm-hmm. they have insurance, but they don't understand what they have, or they mm-hmm. have investments, so they don't understand how to move in those investments. So it's a lot of confusion, even if they do have the insurance and investments already. And,
4: and okay, the one last. I'm sorry, you done?
0: Yeah, I'm good. Go ahead.
4: Okay. Okay. One last thing I'm gonna uh, say to everyone who has insurance or has a, a a guy or an agent or whatever make sure that they're speaking with you having an extensive conversation with you at least once a year because your needs very well may change within that year so they should be re- their job they work for you their job is to reach out to you just hey look is everything still going the same uh What happened? Oh, I just had a grandbaby. Well, maybe you want to do this, you know, or I just lost such and such. Or I don't live in the same house anymore, so I I sold that house. My mortgage isn't as high. Now I'm renting this $800 a month studio, just throwing some stuff out there. You may not need as much insurance as you had back when you had a, a, a shitload of stuff going on. So they should be reaching out to you. It's not blanketed. Once you get it, you shouldn't forget it you know they should be reaching out to you they should be reaching out to you like at least annually if nothing else annually just to you know check your policies make sure everything is on the up and up mm-hmm. and if they don't then you reach out to them
3: that's good yep or me whatever <laughs> or him
5: <laughs> i have a question what's up now i know that some medical conditions causes some people to get refused by some insurance company.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: Can, can everybody find insurance?
4: Yes, yes. There are stipulations to the uh, to the uh, type of policy because if you, like I said, I, I insure mm-hmm. a few people with full blown AIDS. Mm-hmm. However, it takes two to three years for the benefit to kick in for the death benefit mm-hmm. to kick in. Okay. You know how, but. And I asked him, like, you think you'll stick around for the next couple of years? Because if you stick around for the next couple of years, then without a doubt, if anything was to happen, your family will be uh, paid the death benefit. But yeah, you can get insurance. If I can insure someone full-blown AIDS, I can insure anybody. So usually people say, well, I, I, I'm diabetic and I'm an uh, amputee. I can't do this. I can't. I, there ain't nobody who give me no insurance. That's not true. hmm that is that is not true, like I said, it's gonna be a bit more expensive. We're gonna have a few stipulations, however, you can get it.
3: okay that's good. Good information.
4: Thank you. That's definitely so, a
0: lot of good information um from everybody um simply because it's it's something that's needed we need to know how to get insurance and how to be able to uh, and, and for those that have pre-existing conditions, we need to know how, how to maneuver through that and still be able to get some insurance to make sure that we're taken care of and so is our family. Um, yeah, so we can we, we've been over here giving some good information. Y'all have gave some good information. It's a lot of they questions. have, they have a lot of answers, you it's know. Good. Um, you know, so we definitely are going to, you know, post the information mm-hmm. for these beautiful people with all this amazing information that they've given up on tonight. Um, so that way you all can go to the Facebook page and check them out, check on their information. See whatever else is um, necessary for them to, for you all to be able to get insurance, your policies, investments, your living wills, and all of that great stuff. So we want to make sure that everybody. Um, is doing their due diligence to make sure not only you're taken care of while you're on this side but your family is taken care of as well yes. um, I don't you know I know that a lot of times it is a really hard conversation to have with your family about you know the next steps when things are going to ha- or you know if things come about but it's a necessary conversation to have because you know the way the world moves shit happens fast and we not always prepared for the shit that happens even when it's moving like super fast. Because life slaps you in the face and then you over there holding your cheek. <laughs> and then wondering how you're going to be able to bounce back from that situation. So um Damone definitely, can you definitely give with people... this
2: COVID
0: yeah definitely with this
2: mm, uh, definitely slapped a lot of people yeah a lot, a lot of us
6: yeah um, <laughs> Real DeMonde. quick, uh just wanted to say what's up to the guests. Um my bad about being tardy. <laughs> Work stuff went long, you know. Um
0: Tardy for the party, but you here, so hey Troy, what's
2: up, up Troy? What's going hey. on? Hey.
0: I was hey. playing it the
6: whole time. What's up, y'all? So I heard all that good information. I appreciate you, Mo. I appreciate you, Tiff.
0: Already. It definitely was something that's needed. Um, and I'm glad y'all y'all were like Open to doing it at the same time because I feel like they go hand in hand. Knowing about your health and all that other kind of stuff, but then also being able to be educated on insurance and uh, and a lot of us want to retire before you know we hit sixty. So you need to be able to know what to do in order to make sure those things are taken care of as well. Because you know we want to live a full life. We don't want to live a life where we are um, trying to figure out how to how to get our health in order and we already 60 Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know so you want to do that now you want to take advantage of all of that now as much as possible so um Damone can you give people uh your information I'm pretty sure they're not going to write it down right now but they can come back and watch it and I'll still post it on the Facebook page as well okay uh the
4: Facebook page my Facebook business page is um Facebook.com forward slash D Smith Insurance Broker. D is and David Smith Insurance Broker. And my uh business sale is 847-224-0577. I suggest you shoot me a text first because all these uh campaign calls and stuff, I'm not answering. Uh <laughs> 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 no, no, real. I'll have to uh
5: no, with tonight.
4: Man, I Well, I don't know. I went in on somebody who text me talking about Trump. I went in. I had a ball with that. But uh yeah, shoot me a text or uh, go to the business page. Shoot me a message. Uh, uh, tiff tagged me on the um, uh, earlier promo. So Mon Kong, M-O-N-E-K-O-N-G. You can shoot me an inbox. And if you have any questions, I don't care where you are. If you have any questions. I'll uh, do my best to uh, try and get you whatever information is, uh, that's available.
0: Awesome. And Tiff, can you give them your information as well, darling? Just in case they want to ask some additional questions in regards to COVID.
5: Well, unlike everyone else, I don't have a business page. However, <laughs> you can reach me on Facebook. It's my full name, Tiffany Splange. Um, You can message me. 773 875 6393 3. Or you can just hit me on Messenger. I'll respond that way. I've helped so many people. You'd be surprised. The yeah. Many people
2: hit on Facebook or Messenger. Don't take us. a number down. Don't give your number. What was that number again?
1: <laughs> 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 oh, She's
2: fine, fine. Let
1: me
5: go
0: ahead and text hey, her.
1: Right. <laughs> you. My <laughs>
5: problems at home and any way I can help out I'm glad to
1: well,
2: I've been on my COVID but first COVID. You <laughs> what you got on bro. what you wearing right now
3: <laughs> well it is 930 y'all so he free I was
1: about
0: to say
3: he's free to go on and cut up a
0: little see, bit I, like, I can't man. even say nothing he, yeah. he was, sitting over, there, like, he, he was sitting over there like he oh, was sitting
2: over there like man you are uh, well, aware what's us a thought.
0: <laughs> he was sitting over there like, so am don't I gonna be able to about, cut man. up tonight get, or not? It's not, it's not? He was man. waiting. He was is waiting hard waiting for it. is I'm, is I'm Facebook gonna Facebook be able is to say what I've been wanting to say? Them arms was folded and everything. He was sitting there like,
2: don't so. Does this thing look like it got
3: COVID <laughs> 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 i about to play with you. Your ass is crazy, <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, if I can interject for one second, because Tanya, was sure. about if anybody had butterflies about the election, y'all know, I'm like, your, your numbers, girl, statistics, whatever. I just want to say for whoever is into politics, um, whoever the person is for the presidential election, they need 270 electoral votes to win. Right now, currently, Biden has 131 and Trump has 92. So yes, Tanya, I'm nervous over here. I'm nervous. Yeah, yeah. Um,
4: Why? Why are you nervous?
3: Well, because even though Biden currently now has
4: 61
3: and Trump only has 92, I mean, there's still the states that still haven't got their numbers in. It can still go. Mm-hmm. A,
2: lot of, a lot of the swing states. Let me can, yeah. can I ask I never, a question? I
6: never, I never liked like the electoral college, man. This is so stupid to me, man. Like, like the state's so small, but it got like so much power in the whole like. Mainstream, but everything like a small state can like change a whole election just by the electoral college. When, like, all the the real votes you could be killing them in that, like, that
0: don't. <laughs> you know.
6: uh, um, well, you
4: know, yeah, um, you oh, no, 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 that's all good. Uh, I got a question, and and and, and this is for all of us. Everyone in the comments as well. If Trump is reelected, what are you going to do?
0: There's nothing we can do, right? That's all.
2: There's that's a, only that's
6: last four years
2: make just sure, make it. sure make sure you get your Second Amendment together and
4: understand. Should sure have all
1: affairs right. in orders, it, like You should have been you done that do when
4: that. They, when they when they gave when they gave us the opportunity for CCW or if you don't have a Foy or whatever, you should have been done that. Right. I mean, but mm-hmm. you, I get it break, get it.
0: But yeah, I'm
4: going soon. What I mean, like, what's gonna we we've lived oh, through where? some we've lived uh, through some I tragic like stuff. Here. We we was we Andrew? lived through what? But... And uh,
6: yeah, was, was was like it's even it's even more scary this time because this motherfucker just did all this shit for four <laughs> years and get
2: all <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah
6: that motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm sorry I can't stand that motherfucker <laughs> yeah,
3: no, no, seriously you know it is. It, I, I feel like it is a concern because I know um, one of my uh, people that I know that currently live in Texas I know she had posted earlier that you know some of the people out there are going crazy that are Trump supporters and she was all kind of black bitches today and all kind of other vulgar names just driving down the street which I More know that happens all the time. I get it. But I feel like tonight will be heightened. And I feel it's like I don't know what Chicago is doing in any of these other states. Um, but I know here, you know, they basically said, yeah, gonna come tear some shit up. We shutting everything down. We boarding up these buildings, which is kind of like, oh, let's board the buildings up because people are going to come tear up and do all these things. Um, so it, it's just kind of like, you know, I just, I just feel like things are just heightened a little bit, and things do have the potential to get a little crazy. And you know, I, um, by me working in that area, uh, you know it's concerning to me. I probably gonna have to take the next four or five days off of work. Cause I, get yourself carried. Get yourself My little I, client's gonna be like, uh, uh Miss Miles, and you trying to send us back to jail? Uh, uh-uh. uh. We about to I live in the, um, Porter County area,
0: Porter County area. And they just had a Trump rally. They disguised it as a Blue Lives Matter, but it turned into a Trump rally on Willow Creek uh, this weekend. And so I can tell and the atmosphere has shifted. The energy has shifted a lot. And I'm super, I'm not, I don't usually go out to the world super anxious, but coming home to a predominantly white area has me very had me very nervous. And Um, because they do like to act the fool a little bit in portage, little slick stuff. And they it's I just I've seen more Trump flags on the back of trucks with Confederate flags. You would think we was in the South, um, riding up and down the street for the past couple days, for the past couple days. It's it's definitely heightened. Um, and it's it's very it's exhausting, even with like seeing some of the police out here. You could just tell what they mad said he is a little bit. And it's just like, I, I left my niece out. I had to watch my nieces today. I got home, and I was going to get something to eat. I'm like, you know what? I ain't even at home. I'm just going to take my black tail in this house <laughs> and sit here. Because I don't want, I don't i don't know what y'all on out here. I could just tell yeah. y'all feeling some type of way. Indiana going to do what Indiana's going to do. It's a red state.
3: Yeah, it um, always has been.
0: It always has been. So I, don't, I didn't have my fingers crossed for Indiana. But like I said, living in a predominantly white area. And they got, I mean, it's the biggest Trump flags I've ever seen. Like, who's custom-making this shit? Like, <laughs> American flag. Like, who's taking the time Who to make motherfuckers? <laughs> like, around, you Motherfuckers.
2: Like around that shit, got a figure sign at the bottom of it. <laughs> like, in the
0: corner. like, it's one truck out here, y'all. I was at the I was doing shipments. This truck had Trump flags, Blue Lives Matter, flag, Blue Lives Matter flags. Um, it was another flag, Confederate flag. It was highly decorated, and I was so nervous having to go past this truck. I saw this woman coming out, and I was like, I hope she's not getting in this truck. And sure enough, her husband was driving, like, you married to a whole fool. You good? With <laughs> like the truck? I mean, it was like it was gonna she be a in whole food too. She. A whole yeah, <laughs> she whole was like, and I was old in my mother, head, I'm like, lady, motherfucking
2: food, where that right truck?
0: And I in my head, I'm like, lady, I will mow you over with this jeep. Get in your car, and I'm gonna go my way. You go yours with your your clansman husband. I'm listen. You listen. I'm the right, I'm the right one on the wrong day. Leave me alone, man. <laughs> so I just I, I
2: honestly tell them, my, tell my, them. Tell my them David Ruffin. My, <laughs>
0: tell
4: I took my short David
0: Ruffin. I took my short black tail home today, and I I've been here. I ain't yeah. I don't know. I don't care what I'll need in the next hour. I'll just sit here because I don't. Nope. I, I definitely went and got some some waters and some extra tissue and things, you know. Yeah, we got that. Like, we don't good. know what's really going to happen. I mean, I live up the street from Family Dollar, and I live in the hood, so I ain't pretty much worried. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same
1: time, I
0: will say if I do go out, I'll go out with someone. I won't go out alone by yourself. Yeah.
3: Yeah. No. Um. That would definitely be
0: whenever he does. Whenever Trump does something, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I I don't go by myself because like I said, I do live out here with all these other not melanated people and they still look at me and my family like the audacity of y'all moving the portage with your black asses. And so <laughs> it's
5: very, that some of them they be good, they be like, hey, how you doing color? It's like, hi. The
0: others
1: are like, what?
2: <laughs> it's real out here, huh?
1: I, I word. Some I of my neighbors are cool now. though.
3: Like
0: some of my neighbors are like, "Are you guys okay?" You know, but some they still like. They don't. That goes the neighborhood, cause I pull up blasting Young Dolph. I don't care, and they just Girl. like. Mm-mm. But it's definitely a different. This negro outside. Right, this, this negro, negro in our neighborhood. Look, this short negro. Like I could tell <laughs> that's what they saying. With that. Damn. But it's definitely heightened outside right now. It's not a fun place. <laughs> Antoine said, "If it jump off, he gonna grab the heat, the heat, and go to his grandma house." Hey, listen,
4: that's the best. Way. Hey, in, you always safe
0: at
1: house.
0: <laughs> you always safe at granny house because you know Basically. your grandma. Grandmas are low key crazy, and they probably got like a rifle. They got mm-hmm. a history. They got that Saturday night
4: special at thirty eight. You feel
2: me? They got
0: shit hidden in the house, you know. And then you I know, know grandma, grandma got grandma beans.
2: with that bitch on her
0: She got beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes, all of that in the <laughs> house already. <laughs> if we go left, at least you don't eat. Listen, I'm, I live, that's what I'm, I'm saying. My
5: Elizabeth. So.
0: If, if things go left, at least I know I left here with macaroni in my belly. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's
2: comedy.
5: Listen, Y'all, right? That's it's how it's cool. always it's gonna be it in my house.
2: <laughs> right. She
4: macaroni in my belly.
0: <laughs> Listen, because grandma gonna oh, have yeah. them. She got, she got some, probably some preserves that she'd made three years ago that's still good in the shelf. <laughs> You know, she got it buried My in the My grandma yard. still got a land. We have a landline because of her. We like we're we okay. This is a bunker to me. Like <laughs> we're good here. Like okay, <laughs> Kimmy Schmidt. You got a whole bunker. You ready? You is prepared. I ain't mad at her though. Like I do think a lot of the stuff that's happening right now, like we do have to be prepared for survival, sur- survival. And mm-hmm. a lot of us aren't. A lot of us are not ready. A lot of us are not ready for those survival techniques and things like that. So, if you're not, you better find somebody to be around that know how to do some things, bury some stuff, go fishing. I know how to fish. I know how to fish. You know, I don't know how to clean it, but, you know, I know how to bring it in. (laughs) Y'all better figure it out. The fact that you have the skill, though. Hey, You have the skill to fish. So, hey, because... Cause you know that's what happened when you date a fisherman. You know they they make you get out there like, "Hey, I'm going fishing." Oh well, I'm going too. I'm <laughs> like, I don't know nothing else. I don't know how to do nothing. But I learned how to put a off on the hook. I, I learned how to put a off on a hook I and throw that thing the in the water. That's pretty much all I know how to do. Yes. I get, you know, it oh, I'm, I'm one of them girls. I, do not I I look like a girly girl, but I like getting dirty. So. I I go out there and play with the bugs and <laughs> and, and play in the no, dirt. No, I all mean that I could survive. I'm You're not to survive. Oh, but this is a politics so show. We're not talking about your
2: sexual <laughs> desires and all that.
0: No, we were not. We were talking <laughs> about I like to play in the dirt and I will play with bugs.
2: Oh, you said dirty. I just for survival. You, necessity. I didn't know
0: this
3: was gonna end up going there. We was doing so I mean, good. because, we was because so good. Because, because you know, you That's know
0: good. how he is. It's always gonna go there with the mouth. It's always gonna go there. He's always gonna be
2: uh, yeah, man. Be, be prepared for whoever wins. I'm just gonna say that as people. Be prepared I just, for whoever wins, because they still gonna feel like they to more when you mm-hmm. see an old white woman on a video, feel like she just say "nigger" from the gut of her soul, and they, they don't open, it, but they got a light on them. They feel like they out in public now. They can really be out in public. Mm.
4: They ain't gotta hide no more. But the that's first what, time,
3: he made them
0: okay. He made it okay the for them to bring man. out their racism. Not I'm, with like that. That. I'm, I'm with you on that. that. I'm, I'm with you spread. on that. I am with you on that. The first time you think you finna go ahead and call my big black self one of them N-words.
2: Mouth a little square will be black that week. Or the next <laughs> <laughs> Unless I can just, do a live remote from jail,
0: we're we gonna put a little filler circle right there. We're gonna put your picture up, you know. I'm gonna I'm be at county. In. I'm like, I gotta call Leo so I could do my segment. They're like, I'm What you lo- talking <laughs> about? I have a job before I beat her ass. I had a whole job, so let me call Leo so I could do my part. Thanks. Right? She's gonna be like, and Listen, <laughs> she like, Hey, listen, I'm supposed to be talking about some celebrity gossip tonight. So. Gossip. And I got some tea for y'all from inside a jail cell number seven. So this is what happened.
5: I was in Family Dollar. And no, why well, it
0: has to be Family Dollar? Listen, the Family Dollar by my house goes family up. Dollar. I don't it know does. why. I guess something comes over them. I don't family know why. goes to. up. Family dollar goes up. Like I will beat you with this by overpriced my house.
1: summer Eve, sis.
2: I will beat you. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so don't do that.
0: All man. right. Not well, overpriced Summer's
2: so. Fat girl, because <laughs> that's the, the show right there.
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, so I thank y'all for, for being on here tonight, joining us with all of that dope-ass information. Of course, we always gonna have our comic relief. We always gonna have our bullshit Mm -hmm. conversation because that's what we do from time to time.
4: Um, Usually I'm in the comments.
0: uh, Yeah, I was about to say, you on the other side of it tonight. You on the other side of it tonight. But so I did make sure, I did say that we had a big announcement that would be announced tonight on this show.
4: Okay.
0: So y'all ready? Drum roll, please. (laughs) So, starting next week, the Fat Girl Chronicles will be a syndicated show on JQLM Radio, okay. which is an internet radio station based out of Indianapolis. We will be heard across the U.S. and other countries that JQLM Radio will be, uh, that JQLM Radio broadcasts through. So you can definitely check us out. You can check us out on JQLM Radio dot net don't quote me I think that's wrong but (laughs) I'll definitely post the information where you can find us but you can also now stream us through JQLM radio which you can find on the TuneIn app and you can uh, if you have if you have an Apple or iPhone you can download the TuneIn app type in JQLM radio and you will be able to stream us there Or if you have an Android, you can just download the JQLM Radio app and tune in. Um, They already have a few Cheryl Underwood shows that are syndicated on there. They have a few other dope podcasts and radio shows that play music. They also have um, JQLM was the show where the Fangirl Chronicles started. So we are going back home. (laughs) As I like to call it, we are going back home and doing our thing with JQLM Radio. We do are excited be to be Yes, sir. I told y'all that I was not playing this time around when we came back. We were going up. We were doing our thing. So we will still be on every Tuesday from 8 to 10 p.m. Now you just have a different way to tune in and listen to us. So if you can't join us live, you can join us on JQLM Radio. Or if you can't join us on Facebook, you can check us out on YouTube. That's and great.
2: if Jesus you are
0: they they going, baby. Yeah, it's going growing. up. Things are
1: coming
0: to mind.
6: Things are coming to mind right now. Tell them all the platforms where we at. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah.
0: So, also, <laughs> the podcast is available on Google, Apple, iHeart, Spotify, Amazon, Audible, anywhere you can listen to uh, podcasts. You can find the Fat Girl Chronicles. You can find us on Anchor. You can find us on Spreaker, iTunes, (laughs) Um, Podcaster. And we will be coming on a few additional platforms uh, once we receive confirmation of those things. So when I tell you I'm working, I'm really working. So we are on our way. We are doing our thing. And I thank you for having this dope-ass, amazing crew with me. Every week, the five of us on here acting a fool, doing our thing. But we also work very hard to bring really good information to you all on this platform to discuss everything from business to finances, fashion, fun, celebrity gossip, music, and everything in between. So we are here every week. On not just a regular Tuesday, because we don't do regular. We do fat. And we do fat as hell on fat.
2: Tuesdays.
0: Big fat. So we
2: we are the that
0: fat. we make your Tuesdays. The you like we to are feel the bad.
2: Chronicle. <laughs> <laughs> we are the one that come on Tuesday night and make you holler.
0: Listen, we are That's not going to use that as the theme song. But, you know. Um, We will have some more dopeness coming.
2: Did I make you drink your wine like that, (laughs) Tiffany?
1: It was like, whoa, okay.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So uh,
0: if you haven't tuned in uh, prior to tonight, you can definitely go back and check out our previous episodes. I believe this is week nine.
1: Yeah,
2: We've been going since since September 8th. We've been going since September
0: 8th is when we did our um, test run. So since September 8th, we have been going week by week nonstop, bringing information, fun, uh, comic relief, and all of that good stuff. So I thank you all for tuning in, getting those numbers up. Also, we thank you all for helping us reach our first 100 plus subscribers on the YouTube channel. So if you haven't done so, please go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel because that's where you can see us live and you can also comment on there as well. So again, thank you all for always being dope, always tuning in, always keeping the comments going up. I tell y'all every week. Yeah, I keep the comments going up every week. Even if the you know, even if the views ain't up there, the comments is up there.
2: Definitely, thank <laughs> so you y'all guys for all it. of that the going.
0: We thank y'all. Make sure y'all hit the like, share, and follow button. And as always, we thank y'all for being here. I don't think I could say thank you enough you are not following us, make sure you follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those dope places. And subscribe so to him, us. Tell them
2: to get at us for some advertisements. if we get them some I was,
0: That's it. We was on, I, I was on my way. Now, if you are looking to promote your business, you can definitely reach out to us to the Fat Girl Chronicles Podcast at gmail.com. We will have sponsorship sp- slots available uh, starting next week when we are on JQLM Radio. So We will have sponsorship slots available. As well as if you are looking to advertise your business in um, if you have a fashion or beauty related business, I am the um, contributing writer for Ego magazine. So if you are looking to promote or advertise your business in the fashion and beauty segment of that magazine, feel free to reach out to me as well to get that going and we can make things happen. So. You know, that's it. Y'all that's all. In. That's our big announcement and all of that good stuff that we got going on right here at the Fat Girl Chronicles, and we are okay. just beginning. We got nowhere to go but up from here. So we thank y'all for hopping on this bandwagon, cause baby, it's going up. Okay. Right, so right, we
2: coming to a city near thank you soon, baby. Thank
0: y'all. Oh, that's definitely. That's definitely we're going. We coming soon. But, you know, like I say, every week before we end the show, whatever you do for the rest of the night and the rest of the week, don't do it with your half ass. Do it with your do
2: whole ass. Do it with ass. your whole ass. Even if your <laughs> ass flat and your pocket's <laughs> touching in the back. Do it, with whatever you got.
0: do it with your whole ass. Do it whatever you got. But make sure you do it with your whole ass. We thank y'all for tuning in, and we will see y'all Some people ain't got no ass, week. do it
2: with your booty. Some people ain't got no. <laughs> Two fingers.
0: We will see y'all next week. Love y'all. y'all Peace and out. blessings, Peace everybody.
2: Y'all be good. We
1: out. Right. Thanks, Thanks for the
2: after set. <laughs>